I'm Gabby. I'm Ren. And you're listening to This American Badge. So this is a new segment we're doing called Things You Wouldn't Think I'd Hate That I Hate. Because I hate a lot of things. I know everyone hates like bugs and Hitler and shit, and I do too. But I hate more things that you wouldn't think a person could hate. I, for one, am shocked and excited to see where this segment goes. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, I will tell you the first thing I hate is dustpans. And I will tell you why. Because <laughs> right before you came over, I was trying to sweep up because my floor is littered with hair, dandruff, and weird tags from clothing that I think I can just drop on the floor all the time. So I was like sweeping all the like floor debris into a nice little pile, putting it on the dustpan. And you know what? Like dustpans just decide that they're going to stop working like halfway through. <laughs> Even though they're just like a piece of metal sculpted in a yes. form. <laughs> you're like, oh, got so much dirt on this dustpan. And then you go throw that away and you're like, oh, there's like half a pile of debris left. Let's scoop this up. And then it doesn't work somehow. Oh, because you can't get stuff over the lip of it. Exactly. Oh, They're yeah. They're useless. It's like that friend who's like, don't hire movers. I'll come help you move. <laughs> and then they carry a book down and they're like, okay, gotta go. So sorry. And you're like, I am fucked. <laughs> so I wanted to say, fuck you, dustpans. That's true. That's why uh, America went crazy for a thoroughly useless product like the Swiffer, which I think is garbage, but it is better than using a dustpan. Yeah. No, I think the Swiffer's great. Or like... Um, the Swiffer doesn't work, though. A I, mini vacuum? Mini vacuum is great. I think the Swiffer doesn't work. I, I have issues with the with the Swiffer. Oh, really? I had a Swiffer wet, wet jet in college, and I mean, I do understand, like, college kids, like, shit on the floor, and you shouldn't expect anything to, like, clean that right. up. Right. And I was, like, try, the person trying very fruitlessly to, like, get our terrible college apartment to be like super clean all the time but I thought Swiffer wet yet and it just like it just wets it it just wets it yeah it just wet and you push the like the like you know those like clumps of dust yeah it just pushes the clumps of dust around in like a circle and they'd still be there what if it's a Taylor Swifter jet that I would love a Taylor Swiffer wet jet yeah the wet jet the wetness is her tears is it just like you get a regular Swiffer but you put a picture of Taylor Swift on it or is it like I'll make you that for your birthday (laughs) is that a special branded Taylor Swiffer I can't tell it could be like a special branded like her Hallmark cards it would make the room smell like unicorns and like John Mayer elf vagina coital sauce her perfume kind of smells like elf vagina really what I would imagine elf vagina to smell like I know you know Uh, I'm not telling on this episode. (laughs) Okay, the second thing you wouldn't think I'd hate that I really, really hate is the word awesome. Mm. For the sole reason that its availability in, like, the general lexicon prevents my boyfriend from ever, ever saying anything better. It's like his clutch word. He'll be like, oh my god, you, you look awesome tonight when I'm basically, like, begging for a compliment. And in my head, I'll be like, I think you mean I look ravishing. Or I think you mean I look drop-dead gorgeous. Or even, like, I think you look like a homeless cat, but in a good way. Something specific, you know? The compliment is in the specificity. Mm. Or I'll be like, did you read my article? And he'll be like, it was awesome. And I'll be like, no, it was, like, painfully intelligent and, like, smart. That's the same thing. But 
like, I just want a word other than awesome. And I feel like awesome is, like, a lot of dudes, like, go-to word when they're like, I'm feeling good feelings. I don't know how to articulate. And I want to tell you. But as a very literate female, I want more. Maybe they mean it, like, in an our God is an awesome God type way. That, like, oh, you know, I'm really trembling before your power. And you could bring, like, a rain of locusts onto me in that dress. <laughs> and that's really cool. That is. Well, I will bring a rain of locusts onto him the next time he says I look awesome. Although, okay, so this, this actually brings me up to something I encountered in my life recently. So I saw a bumper sticker that said... Uh, I love religious bumper stickers, by the way. Uh, so it said, an awesome God deserves awesome praise. And so I feel like it's like, or, like you're saying like, like a bumper sticker. That's what the bumper sticker said. An awesome God deserves awesome praise. So I'm like, I guess that's like both usages of awesome, where like he's awesome, he'll burn your face off with his lizards, but then also <laughs> like awesome, like rad praise of Jesus. Yeah, that's right? a pun. That is a pun. But is it like that? Am I reading that right? Like, it's supposed to be, like, both, like, it's like a fun joke. Like a, or like else a, you're supposed to write his praise in, like, lightning fecal matter. I don't know. I mean, like, I was just like, is that, like, a jazzy youth minister joke? Yeah, it probably is. But also, like, if it is the rad version of praise, mm-hmm. awesome praise, like, putting a sticker on your shitty old car, I'm assuming it was a shitty old car. It was a minivan shitty old minivan (laughs) like is not an awesome form of praise so your bumper sticker defeats your fucking point oh i mean that does seem like a shortcut like a shortcut that shouldn't count but then also if anyone i mean obviously no one religious is listening to this or you would have found out where we lived (laughs) and murdered us by now but i just my mom's name i'm gonna bleep it out don't bleep it out um i just wondered like i don't know that just seemed like so like if god is you know like so like does he really care if you put a sticker on your on your car like if he's so awesome yeah that would be like you know wouldn't like being god like be enough Right. Like, he's just, he doesn't need to, like, deserve your, like, sad I youth pastor song. You bumped into them so you could explain this all to them. No, it was just parked, and I thought about, like, sitting there and waiting and being like, listen, buddy, I went to a pretty liberal college, and I read half of The God Delusion, so I think you're going to have to sit here and listen to me <laughs> and my deep thoughts about religion. Oh, let's talk about The God Delusion next I, episode. I read, like... 15 pages of God Delusion because I thought it could impress boys when I was single. Yeah, my uncle loves it, and I always have wanted um, his favor in a real, like, strong daddy issue way, so I started reading it, too. Did you finish it? I, maybe, like, 200 pages. I still have, I have, like, a box of books in my house that's, like, books from when I was single that are, like, all these things that I thought boys are into, so it's, like, books about, like, atheism and Bob Dylan. Yeah. And then I, like, met my boyfriend, and I was just like, see see you later, books. The Wire. I will never watch that show again. I did it for you, boys of Brooklyn. And I'm like, and now that I was his boyfriend, I'm like, yeah, it's back to teenage werewolf fuck novels and self-help books. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Bob Dylan's Chronicles. (laughs) Very true. Goodbye, Um, four-volume thing about Teddy Roosevelt. Go on. (laughs) Um, The third thing that you wouldn't think I hate, but that I really hate are toenail clippers that collect the nail clippings. Like, who wants a pile of nail clippings? I mean, someone. Someone. Serial killers. There I mean, are special nail clippers for serial killers. I mean, probably, like, just statistically, at least one of the guys you and I have dated, like, would have to, I mean, Well, I know which one 
for you. The Tempe guy? The turtle guy. Oh, the turtle guy. Remember that episode? Callback for Call people back. foolish enough to have listened to all the episodes of this show. Sally Buns. <laughs> Sally Buns. What must you think Sally of me? Sally Buns. Wait, was that all of them? That's all. I Only three things this week. Well, I had a thing, but it, it was actually a thing. This actually doesn't tie in that well. But because, you, you know, it is bugs. But I had... Um, some bug incidents where uh, I had, uh, I found uh, beetles in my tits uh, twice in one, in like a 24-hour period uh, a week or two ago. Like Maybe you're the mother of beetles, like Khaleesi is the mother of dragons. I don't know what any of that means. You don't watch G-O-T? Listen, I still haven't gotten around to like watching like The Sopranos. I can't keep on top of this okay. shit. Okay, you don't have to now that you have a boyfriend. I know. It's I'm fine. like, yeah, now I have a boyfriend. I'm just watching uh, fucking Vampire Diaries, and everyone can fuck off. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars spinoff. <laughs> and Bunheads. And Bunheads when it comes on watch now. Yes. But anyway, so the other day I was like walking to work and I like eat a granola bar on the way to work most of the time and because I am a sloppy and disgusting mess and also dress like a whore, a lot of the time like I'll be eating my granola bar and bits of granola will just like fall into my titties and I'll like be like, oh, time to, you know, pretend I'm a human being before I go into my job and I'll like just sort of brush them out before I walk into the office lobby. (laughs) And so like this day, a few weeks ago, I'm like, Walking to the office lobby, and I was like, oh, shit, there's a huge piece of granola in my bra. And so I, like, am, like no one's in the lobby, so I'm like, I'll just do it in the lobby. Oh, God. And I just, like, flick my hand in, and it is a fucking beetle. It's a beetle that had nestled between my titties. Like, oh, it's a, they're such a nice place to be. It's just, it was, I mean, it was, like... I don't know if it got went in there. I work in Manhattan. I live in Brooklyn, so I don't know if I got it in Brooklyn and brought it to Manhattan or what, but I knocked out my tits in the lobby. It was, like, a very fancy lobby with, like, marble and shit, and I'm, like, screaming, and there's, like, a beetle, and I didn't, like, kill it or anything. I just ran away from it. And, and then like, I'd hop back in for the ride home. Well, then, so the same day, like, I leave work, I go home. It could have been the same beetle. God, I didn't even think of that, but I'm, like, standing outside for five minutes under a tree in front of my apartment talking to my landlady, and I go inside, and I go in the bathroom to, like, you know, wash my hands, throw some water on my face, and I look in the mirror, there's another fucking beetle on, like, the top of my tits. It's, like, stuck over where my bra strap is, and I'm just like, ah! And you are definitely the mother of beetles. It's fucked up, and then I, like, just knocked it out, and then I was like, once I knocked it out, I'm like, should I investigate this? Like, do they, is there a message for me written on their wings? But it, just, it went down the drain. And then, you know, so that was very unnerving. And I think you're beetle juicy. And then nothing happened for, like, a week, and then, like, two days ago, there was, like, a beetle on the headboard, like, over my head in bed, and made my boyfriend kill it, and then I was like, oh, you know, what if I, like, there's clearly, like, a beetle spirit. Something's happening. Something's happening, and I'm worried that I have, you know, upset upset it now, but... You've uh, upset the beetle god. I killed the first two by accident, but this one was, like, a purposeful homicide. Yeah, I feel like maybe you should write to Michael Keaton. And he, he's, I mean, he's semi-retired now. I don't want to bother him. You know, but he might have some tips on how to deal with them. I don't know. I, I mean, I've never seen a beetle in New York before, well, and your thing. titties are birthing them. Well, that's the thing. And then I, I was very freaked out, and then my boyfriend was like, oh, well, I went out with my friend, and he had, like, a beetle on his shirt. Like, maybe they're, like, around, but no one else had, like, three beetles in their goddamn... Can I ask a personal question? Yes. Do you take showers? Yes! Oh, that's weird. You know I take so showers? Many. I know you 
take showers. That's but, like, such a mean middle school girl question. Oh my god, I didn't mean it like that. I meant maybe it's like there was like a colony of beetles on you and you just didn't, I don't shower and you like didn't shower for a few days. But I mean, those were both in like the, in like one 24 hour period. So oh. they were like, if they were like, you know, I'm, this is going to keep me from falling asleep tonight, but if, say, a bunch of beetles got in my hair and were slowly crawling out over the course of the day, if they somehow got in my hair between my shower and when I left for work, like, you know, those two beetles were in the course of oh, one work day, so that's very a weird. shower wouldn't have knocked them out. I know this is also very mean and middle school girlish to say, but I need you to leave my house. I'm scared of beetles. <laughs> I think you're the mother of beetles and you're going to make me a princess of beetles. <laughs> My best friend in middle school gave me hair conditioner for my birthday because she said my hair was really frizzy. Your hair is beautiful. Well, it's beautiful now. Everyone's it was a little frizzy then. Yeah. She was very mean. We were mean I to wore each other. pants in middle school and wore Indigo Girls t-shirts. So. I wore pajama pants as pants when I thought it was a real, it was a rebellion against society. Yeah, I didn't see it that way, but. <laughs> Wait, but also just to really just get all the bug stuff out here, um. The other night, uh, I was in my house, and I, I feel like it's probably okay to say this, because I'm pretty sure my boyfriend is listening to this podcast. I'm pretty sure he has enough of just listening to my fucking yammering bullshit all day and all night at home. Uh, but I, we, were, we were having sexual relations. What's that? It's um, when... When two beetles love each other When very two much. beetles love each other very much, and one of their... I'm making hand gestures. It's like one of their... One, they have a thingy, and it goes... And then there's a... It looks like she's playing chopsticks, Bruh. just for a visual. That's not how you do it? Oh, that's definitely <laughs> how I do it. Anyway, we were having sex, and there was a bug uh, on the headboard, and I was like, you have to stop having sex with me right now and kill that bug. Like, it was it was nowhere near close to over. Like, it was very much in the middle of everything, and I was like, you got to stop right now and kill that bug. And he did, but, like, he just seemed so confused by it, and I was... That... He probably doesn't even remember. Men don't even remember what happens in the middle of sex. It's like sleeping. But, I mean, but he would obviously would have been, like, very happy to keep going on with this bug on the headboard, and uh, that moment was the only time I've ever been really convinced that there might be, like, essential biological differences between men and women. Because, <laughs> like, funny. I certainly couldn't, couldn't have kept going on with it with a bug crawling all over me, but I felt like my boyfriend no. probably could have really... I couldn't either. We should never have sex together. Yes. Because the be bugs, bugs will, all over uh, us. Well, now that we know that, like, they're coming out of my, like, butthole or something. Yeah. Just crawling everywhere. <gasps> Wait, Gabby, I just remembered something. What? Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> I have a beetle tattoo. Lauren just showed me her tattoo of a beetle, which I forgot about, but now it's making me think that her role in this whole beetle tits thing... I've been planting them! ...is more insidious. It's very insidious. It's like the movie Insidious. Yeah. Which was a great movie and a terrifying movie, and I'm terrified by your tattoo now. Yeah. Now, now I'm telling you to leave your house. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> Good podcast. <laughs> oh. So, I've been losing hours and hours of my life on this Reddit group that someone tweeted a while back ago. It was this um, Reddit group called Red Pill Males, and basically they're the victims of feminism. They're the males who think that everyone who is a beta male has been, like, stuck inside the social matrix, and they have to free themselves and become the alphas they really are. I would just like to note before we go any far further, I think it's amazing that these guys... 
you know, saw the Matrix and are taking that as their framework, and I can't imagine anything better that would happen when you took the red pill, except that you'd be like, women are fucking bitches. I know. Like, that's, that's basically what it was. They had a whole list of the, like, movie heroes, men, and it's like, the, uh, the guy, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, didn't give two shits about women and kept their heads in the fridge. Guys, I did, I did just see the list. It did say Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. It's, They're like, the killing part isn't cool, but, like, he had his shit together and a lot of money. So yeah. basically, it's just like, you know, these fucking, like, I don't know, pickup artists, mm-hmm. men's rights, guys who are, like, into, I don't know what the fuck you call that. Uh, what is the shit where you're like, fucking caveman dick? Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Is it uh, the evolutionary psychology guys? Yes, guys, yes, Guys yes. who are like, we haven't evolved at all since then. Right. So I am entitled. And women pick pink berries because they have a vagina. And I it's pink as can well. can pull you by your hair from this bar. Right, into my should. Into my fuck cave. Yeah. Speaking of pulling you by your hair, yes. there's a companion site to the Red Pill Males called Red Pill Females that Gabby and I just spent maybe eight hours reading. And they're all how to be a Red Pill Female and get the alpha male. It's crazy. There are tips like make your hair long because guys h- hate short hair. Like, you have to exercise and but look then your the, best. the hair thing was also like, oh, you know, because of this evolutionary biology, whatever, like, you can't just be like, oh, have your hair long because it's an oppressive sexist system. It's like, have your hair long because it's an indicator of health and good genes, which everyone knows is what men are looking for at last call at TGI Fridays. Yes. But... Um, but we wanted this one user made um, an amazing list of how to get an alpha male in which she capitalizes the pronoun he and his and him like he a man is God. Um, and we are going to read that for you. All right. And the, this discussion is uh, what's your girl game? As You know, like, how are you? How do you do? Do uh I mean, if we were back at liberal arts college, how do you do a feminine gender role? But that's not that's not what they're. <laughs> how do you snag the man? How do you What's snag the man? They're accidentally they accidentally fell backwards into like Judith Butler gender as a social <laughs> construct territory. But I don't think they understand that. No. Anyway, okay. So the first one is take note of what your man likes and put them to use. That makes no sense. If he likes frilly dresses or chokers or long hair, do your best to utilize these for him. And both of the hymns are capitalized. Do you mm-hmm. think maybe the hymns are capitalized because they're referring to early 2000s, uh, I believe, Nor- Norwegian band hymn, His Infernal Majesty? Maybe. That had all those shirts at Hot Topic? Or Jesus Christ. Maybe this woman is confused <laughs> and she's like, the only alpha male is Jesus Christ. Oh my god, wait, that would be such a great like youth pastor thing though if you're like Jesus Christ the ultimate alpha male you're like he's the ultimate red pill for you to swallow that actually would be amazing well, that'd, that'd be that's a good something we'll talk off mic mic and okay. kind of monetize okay. this um the next one is oh, be kind and thoughtful I can't can't take issue with that no keep your voice low and pleasant no vocal fry or shrill screaming keep your voice low and pleasant keep your voice low and pleasant keep your voice low and pleasant Keep your voice low and pleasant. Although, don't you? I mean, sorry. Wouldn't it be? I don't know. I feel like probably you keep your voice low and pleasant, and then your alpha male husband is whacking off to this recording of two women screeching. Yes, and they are. The alpha males are whacking off to this American vagina right now. They're hate but fucking this podcast. Probably calling us for. They're hate fucking this podcast. Yeah. Um, compliment him. 
bonus points if you can find the things he likes about himself or that he needs reassurance on. If he's alpha male, why would he need reassurance? Uh, if God is an awesome God, why does he deserve awesome praise? I think you just answered your own question right there. Okay, that was a good response. <laughs> Do things for him, like laundry or cooking or changing his oil, if that's something you know how to do. If he's mentioned that he needs to do, start doing something, make or buy something that might help him. Now, hold up here just a minute. Now, I'm, I'm no seasoned user of red pill women, but by changing a man's oil, are you or are you not chemically castrating him? Because on the Savannah, men change the oil in their own cars in caveman days. Exactly. And so when you do that to a man, you emasculate him and he's not changing the oil on his antelope. Yeah. When the pedal fell off of Fred Flintstone's car, yeah. it was not Pebbles or Betty who was changing that. No, no. Or Wilma. It was no one who was changing it because there were no pedals and they just used their feet. Oh, good. Why did I think they were bike cars? Because that would have made more sense. I think the feet thing is really, it doesn't work at all. It's really, yeah. But a bike car could work. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That'd be like one of those like rickshaw bike Yeah, cars. exactly. Like yeah. a boat. But when Fred Flintstone put too much concrete in that bird's mouth and that bird died, yeah. Wilma can't come no. bring him a new it's bird. super emasculating. He has to go catch his own bird. God, this girl's never going to snag an elf. Never. Um, do things with, with is bolded, him. A girl's best friend is someone she tells secrets to. A guy's best friend is someone that he does things with. You shouldn't be his best friend, but you should be available and willing if he asks. Wait, so should you be his best friend or should you not be his best you friend? You shouldn't be his best friend. But you should act like his best friend. But you should act, yes, this is very confusing. I think maybe you shouldn't tell secrets to him, but that would not be like submitting yourself fully. Well, shouldn't you tell him all of your... You should tell him all of your secrets, but maybe not things that are not of interest to him. Like, he doesn't want to hear about Tina's bloody skirt. Well, like, what, what kind of secrets do you, do you, like, if you're, like, when you're out of the house, I just, I put my hand on the stove and I just leave it there and leave it there and leave it there. <laughs> like, do you, is that a good thing to tell him because it shows him that he's boss or is it not a good I, thing to tell him? Unclear. I think we should probably leave a comment for clarification. We should. I mean, I now tell my boyfriend every time I pooped and, like, my difficulties with it and I wonder if that's something I should be doing. I mean, I feel like my boyfriend... will make him feel, like, in control. Yeah. Like, I can help you with your bowel movements. Well, okay, the real test there would be, like, if he told you, if you were, like, I'm in the middle of pooping right now, and he was like, you have to stop right now. Would you? Yes, I would do anything for him. Well, there you go. Now you're a real red pill woman. Yeah. You heard that, Elphus. <laughs> um, be interested and involved in his conversations, even if you don't 100% understand them. So when he and his friends are hanging out talking about, I don't know, what kind of, do the guys talking about how much they like Ron Paul? Ron the, Paul. You're like. The physics of Ron Paul. You're like, Ron Paul is great, and I believe that we shouldn't publicly pave roads, but women can't get abortions. And you're just like, yeah. Yeah, you think totally. That's, that's probably. And in a low and pleasant voice of, yes. 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 Yeah, don't. Yes. Poor people deserve to be put on an island. Yes. In the middle of the sea. Yes. Low and pleasant. Yes. Look at my choker. Yes. Poor people don't deserve to have any chokers. Yes. No. no. No chokers. Yes. I hate poor people with short hair. <laughs> yes. It do doesn't show their genes are healthy. No. Their genes are corrupted. On the savannah, they couldn't kill enough antelopes. Yeah. No. Never. 
Above all, be understanding. He isn't female, and he doesn't think or feel like you do. He doesn't have emotions. He, he is Don Draper. Well, one thing that most of us who are not in the Red Pill don't understand is that emotions are actually they're created by your period. They're tiny little chemical combustions. So if you don't have a period, you don't na- have emotions no. naturally occurring in you. No. And there's something that, uh, that feminists have tricked you into having. Yes, exactly. So, you know, that makes sense, I think. Exactly. That. Once you go through menopause, you're, all your emotions are gone. That is surprisingly accurate about my mother. But <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't be across the board. Yeah. Um, another commenter says uh, she bakes at least once a week so we can have homemade cookies. Uh, she rarely wears pants, mostly dresses, with some skirts and short shorts thrown in. See, I saw the beginning of that, and I was like, oh, I rarely wear pants, too. But I think... You're a classic red pill woman. I, I think she meant it, like, I think that doesn't mean, like, I rarely wear pants while, like, walking around in a size triple uh, X large Crazy Eddie t-shirt from the 80s. <laughs> right. Eating popcorn out of a giant tub. Yeah, that your jeans aren't good. No. Your jeans aren't healthy there. My ancestors were running across. You gotta put, if you put a waist cinching belt. A choker. Even if I wore, choker. If I wore a, a choker. A choker around your waist would be nice. And um, and my neck. Yeah. To remind my boyfriend that hits his right as a man to choke me. Yeah. What yeah. if I get a choker that just says your hands here? <laughs> well, then you'd be a red pill woman. Yeah. Um... Guys, this is so the, fucked up. I can't believe this thing exists. You should really go check it out. It's reddit.com backslash r backslash redpillwoman. I mean, but is this like a religious thing? Is this a conservative thing? Is it's this a, a life philosophy. Thing? It's like the philosophy posters you see in the subway come to the school of philosophy. Wait, do you think this is what the school of philosophy is? It's just no, about I didn't mean chokers. to tarnish <laughs> the school of philosophy. But it's like these people who clearly believe in this... Uh, alternative society that we've grown away from. But is it based out of a religion or like a political line of thinking or is it like like Mad Max, like a misinterpretation of Mad Max or what <laughs> is it? I think it's Evo Bio. Is it, so it's, you think it's Evo They're Bio like, based? We have a natural state. This is how men are. This is how women are. Women want to submit. Men want to dominate and we have to apply those roles to get back to a point where dating isn't such a shit show. I mean, one thing that I did notice and that the, I have to call out before we wrap this up is a lot of stuff about how whores don't get husbands, and a lot of talk about that in this subreddit, and I just need to note that I was the grossest whore around, and uh, I'm totally life-partnered, and I think a lot yeah, of that, I me mean, too. all the grossest whores I know are totally, like, life-partnered. A bunch of them are, like, married and have, like, a bunch of babies, and they're super boring now. So I don't know where these uh, red pill women are getting their information. Like, yeah, I think whores do really well. I mean, I think well, just because you're meeting a lot of different people, yeah. your head isn't clogged with this choker nonsense. No, no, yeah. I've never once worn a choker. I wore some choker. I had a, a crushed velvet choker in the '90s. I thought it was like that a, will be too gothic. It's too alternative. It was for sort a red of pill woman. It was sort of a Rachel from Friends kind of thing. Oh, uh, oh, okay. But I mean, can a red pill woman look like Rachel from Friends, or do you have to look like uh, Roma Downey on Touched by an Angel? I think Rachel from Friends would work. Like, I can't tell if... The haircut might be too edgy. I can't tell if these women are, like, Rachel's from Friends or Roma Downey's from Touched by an Angel. Or or if they're dressed like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. I know. Well, it's weird, because, like, once in a while I'm like, oh, these are weird stay-at-home women who don't have anything to do but post on this Reddit thing, but then they'll drop their, like, at my law firm, and I'm like, you are a lawyer? Like, you have some IQ points? This whole thing is, like, I... 
I work in like an office, like a very like regular office where there are like a lot of people who just have all these like regular jobs and you like don't know them and you don't know anything about their inner life and I just, you know, is yeah. this going on in there? Like yeah. these people that I just have passing office contact with. It's not like, you know, a hip office where you know everyone like, you know, votes like you or whatever. Right. So I just, you know. Yeah. If you want to uh, waste a good chunk of time and get really, really scared for the future, we suggest you take a look at this. Do you think that if you look at it at work, HR will flag you? I'm sure HR loves this. You think? Yeah. You don't think this like this sounds like crazy? But HR women, I think HR women are uh, are forceful and provocative. Oh. Okay, maybe not the ones where I work. I the ones I, where I work were like the mean cheerleaders in high school. But I mean, that's like that's like the opposite of this. They want to be like the boss. Like they're like the HR women wouldn't take any of this shit. That could be true. I, I feel could like have HR women. They might be pink pill. All the HR women that I know are like, you'll look at my choker and you'll fucking like it. Look at this. Look at my choker. I don't care if you like my choker. <laughs> Fuck you. You can't have this job. I'm taking away your benefits. Um, but they do have some of the traits like playing really, really hard to get. I mean, did they say anything in there about that actually working? I'm very... Yeah, they were like, genuinely play hard to get. Like, be hard to get. I'm just, you know... I certainly, I thought, I never was hard never to Never say no to sex. Never say no to sex? Yes or no? I know, no. To me, withholding sex from my husband is akin to committing adultery. What? In that I am choosing someone else over him, my own selfish wants over our marriage. Well, see, that sounds like crazy religious shit to me, though. Like, do you know, like, quiverful stuff? I'm yes. sorry, this isn't funny, guys. We're just getting into, like, uh, very feminine disturbed. discourse. But, like, that's totally, like, that feminine, like, quiverful shit where, like, it's just like, and then I gotta take as many babies as God gives me. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they're basically running the South, because they keep having babies and growing. Blessing in numbers. I am only allowed to say no once a week. Oh, my God. Oh, this is the same lady who wrote that list on the other page. I know. Oh, God. I don't think anyone should force themselves, but... Oh. 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 Red pill. Red pill women. What TV shows do you think these women watch? Once Upon a Time? Archer? Archer would be great. There is a lot of choke sex on Archer. Probably Archer. Great choke sex comedy. <laughs> well, they do watch what their alpha males want to watch. One woman wrote that she, I know so many women on this, it's very sad. One woman (laughs) wrote that she tries to sit next to her husband and support him in his television choices, even (laughs) if she doesn't like them. Like when he gets really weepy while watching Archer. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, Well, we succeeded in filling uh, filling that quadrant of time on this podcast. Thank you for listening. Good night. You can send us an email at thisamericanvag at gmail.com. Follow our Tumblr at thisamericanvag.tumblr. Dot com. And take the blue pill. What is that? That keeps you in... in that keeps us in uh, the current state of things. You know, the thing about all that, though, is, like, having seen The Matrix, I don't think that the blue... I mean, was his life that bad before he took... No. No. His life was much better before he yeah. took the red pill. And now those, like, evil Matrix guys are in some, like, G commercial in a hospital and, like, saving people's lives. I mean, if after you take the red pill, like, okay, you get you get to know Kung Fu, but, you know, you have to go to... You only get... Your only entertainment is the terrible underground raves. And you have to run all the time. You have to run constantly. You only are only allowed to wear black leather trench coats like the guy in Boondock Saints. Yeah. It does... I would have... I think uh, we're probably taking the blue pill. 
Well, I'm definitely taking that. Oh, I obviously. take my blue pill every morning just in case I accidentally ingest a red pill during the day. I take <laughs> extra blue pills just throughout the day. <laughs> just to make sure we stay in. They hide the blue pills. Especially in- before Chipotle. I'm like not missing out on this. I assume the blue pills are just hit. I just, I mean, I'm eating They're Chipotle. They're in the burritos. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm getting my blue pills by eating Chipotle four, yeah. four or five times a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to this, you fool. What's wrong with you? Good night. <laughs>